Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in, everybody, to the early line live right here on Sports Grid on this Thursday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, and I'm joined, of course, by Donnie Wrightside. Donnie, how are you? All right, Thursday. It's time to get back into the football mood here for us today. Got an interesting game tonight that we'll talk about multiple times throughout the show, but I feel good. I feel rested. I feel ready. I'm ready for the weekend. Bring it on. I am glad one of us feels rested. Let's get to our 7-7 seven and seven top headlines here, and we will lead things off with Thursday Night Football. As Donnie said, a full breakdown is on the docket. The Texans are home seven-and-a-half-point underdogs to Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, wild spread here, but rightfully so. I mean, Tyrod Taylor actually had the lead for the Houston Texans on the road versus the Cleveland Browns. But Tyrod Taylor will not be playing in this game. We are getting a rookie with his first career start. And how good, actually, are the Carolina Panthers? We're going to find out tonight. But going on the road on a short week and laying over a touchdown, we'll see who pulls this one out or at least covers the spread. Yeah, it is a big ask again. We'll break that down in full just momentarily. With some other big news coming out of the NFL, the Chicago Bears make it official. And for this week's game against the Cleveland Browns, named Justin Fields, their starter. Yeah, no surprise by this one, but I do think it's funny there that Matt Nagy and that organization continues to just say, hey, instead of saying Justin Fields is going to be the starter, Andy Dalton is hurt, they always preface it by saying, now hold on here. Just because Andy <laughs> Dalton's not starting this week, he's still our starter when he gets back healthy. Just support the kid. Let him play good football because, trust me, if he goes out this week, Justin Fields, and has a great performance, Andy Dalton probably won't see the field again. And it's okay, Chicago Bears. It's okay. Matt Nagy will have a press conference where he goes, yeah, great performance by Justin, but I got to think Dalton has us win that game much earlier because he does not want to move on from Andy Dalton just yet. Moving over to some more quarterback news, it is official that Tua Tungavailoa will be out for the Miami Dolphins this week against the Vegas Raiders now. Yeah, a couple cracked ribs here for a quarterback, not only for an athletic guy that maybe want to maybe wants to use his feet to pick up some first downs. You don't want to take those big shots, but also how effective can you be as a quarterback with the extra flak jacket on and trying to throw the football effectively downfield? Good move to sit to an out, but also if you're looking from a Dolphins perspective, the same way we talk about Justin Fields, this was a year you wanted to see if Tua had the goods to be your franchise quarterback, not getting off to the greatest start here, Kevin. A very interesting spread for that game right now. A four and a half point favorite are the Vegas Raiders. Not a tremendous amount of line movement. Wonder if that says more about Carr's health or maybe how people view Jacoby Brissett versus Intua, who is still to a degree a little unproven. One more piece of headline news from the NFL to get to, and that is the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, having to place Antonio Brown on the COVID list, leaves his status for what is a huge game coming up this weekend against the L.A. Rams, Donnie, in doubt. This is a big injury. And they say, well, hey, it's a wide receiver. It's not the quarterback. They have still two very good wide receivers. But the reason this offense works is because you can't cover everybody. Now at least you have a better chance to cover everybody with a very good secondary with Jalen Ramsey on the Rams. This is a big loss here going on the road for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But keep in mind also, They're 100% vaccinated, both their coaching staff and their team, which means Antonio Brown is vaccinated. If he tests negative twice in a row, he could be able to still play in this this football game. So keep in mind that he might be able to come back. But right now, so late in the week testing that way, there's probably a good chance that it's not going to happen. But big loss here nonetheless for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Certainly will be one to follow. Radio audience in full effect. Appreciate all those listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you here on a Thursday morning. And a couple of Major League Baseball headlines, including the Tampa Bay Rays becoming the first American League team, Donnie, to clinch a spot in the postseason. How about that? Right under the radar, too. A team that doesn't get talked about enough. We're talking about the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Blue Jays. Who's going to make it into the playoffs? You know, who's already in those Tampa Bay Rays? 94 wins on the season. Can they get to 100 100 wins? The Rays in that tough division? Impressive performance. But it's almost expected now out of the Rays year to year. I'll tell you what, though, Yankees fans appreciate the Rays of recent taking a series off of the Toronto Blue Jays, and that opened the window for the Yankees to climb back into a wild card spot. The Yanks on the remaining schedule, Boston, Toronto, and Tampa, but they enter the stretch run, Donnie, inside the wild card position. Yeah, nice turnaround for the Yankees here. Seven and three in their last ten. It seemed like it was going to be a disastrous close. Who's getting fired? Will the GM make it? Will the manager make it? Not so fast yet. The Yankees now sit a half game up in that second wild card spot, and everything is in front of them. If you ask one time before the season started, Kevin, for the New York Yankees, you're going to have about a week and a half to play. You're going to be in playoff position, and actually if the season ended today, you would be in there. You'll take that every single time. Let's see what the Yankees have over the final week and a half here. Really excited to watch these teams come down the home stretch here. Also, one final piece of headline news from Major League Baseball here. You see, you know, every day I update this, I just get to change the number on the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, the streak continues. It's up to 11 games now. Unbelievable stuff from St. Louis, Donnie. 82 and 69. It seemed like they were dead and out of it by about midsummer. And here they come down the stretch in September. And the best part about this, Kevin, they're beating good baseball teams. They're beating teams in the playoffs. They're not just picking on the, you know, the smaller teams that are struggling here in Major League Baseball. 11 in a row. When does it end? We don't know. But, but just think about 82 and 69. I mean, they were two games above 500 yeah. when this run started. Super, super impressive stuff there from the Cardinals. We take a pause here. We come back. We're talking Thursday night football. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. And let's talk a little Thursday night football here. The Texans against the Carolina Panthers. In what is an interesting game, it's certainly not a Chiefs-Ravens-level hype train running into it, but there's a lot of, again, interesting stuff to follow here. And we'll start on the side of the Houston Texans because you got a team that sits at 1-1. One and one, And to be honest, them even having one win two weeks into the season is Quite the upset when you consider what their preseason expectations truly were. Unfortunately, though, they lose Tyrod Taylor, who was phenomenal 
to start this season. And in fact, with Tyrod, they were tied on the road against the Cleveland Browns in the first half of that football game just this past weekend. But they had to make the transition over to Davis Mills, the young rookie quarterback out of Stanford. He finished that game against Cleveland, 8 of 18 for 102 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And Donnie, we have a team that, you know, not a lot of talent on it. And now we're on, if we're being honest, really quarterback three on this depth chart. Yes, and you are correct by that. Oh, let's keep in mind, too, Tyrod Taylor had a lead in the previous game for the Houston Texans on the road against what was already was a healthy Cleveland Browns team at the time before any injuries set in that game. It would have been very interesting to see that game actually play out to see if Houston actually could have went on the road and picked up a W against the Browns. Now they head back home, but of course, Tyrod Taylor not playing in this game, probably not going to play for a few weeks. So now you leave a rookie making his NFL debut as a starter at home, which is better than him starting on the road. But you also have to keep in mind here, it's a Thursday night football game. Usually the advantage is towards the home team because they technically don't have to travel during the week. They're home, and you know you can be rested and ready for this one as much as you can. But also, let's be real about what we anticipate from Mills. The same way we talk about, Kevin, when is Justin Fields going to start? When does Trey Lance start? What do we always look for? He's going to play after the bye week. Why? Because you get two full weeks of preparation to get that young quarterback ready to play. So now we're saying, okay, Davis Mills, who didn't take very many snaps throughout the preseason, throughout, you know, the OTAs and even heading into training camp because he wasn't anticipated to be playing this year overall. Now you're saying, okay, we got three days to get ready. And keep in mind, these aren't full practices for the NFL players here on a short week. It's basically a few walkthroughs and, hey, the bright lights turn on for Thursday night football here. Good luck, kid, in your first start. It doesn't add up well for Davis to have a lot of success. And also keep in mind, Carolina's Panthers defense played very well week one, very well week two. So it looks like that pass rush is going to be an issue for Mills. But just looking at a young quarterback starting this first game, but I do want to say, Kevin, he had them early in the fourth quarter within three points Mm -hmm. of the Browns on the road. So it's good that he actually got some game time performance on Sunday, which will help him for this week. But when you're going to be the starter and you want all the reps and all that film study, it's kind of tough when you really only get three days to prepare. The thing with Mills is he's obviously not Lawrence Fields, Mac Jones. You talk pedigree. But Davis Mills was a third-round pick at the quarterback position. We've seen those held value before. And this is, I do believe, a player the Texans were excited to get their hands on when they drafted him just this past you know, uh, April. And I think the tough thing about Mills when you enter into the deal now is he's coming again into a roster. We have such low expectations for. We'll talk player props in uh, probably our next segment here. But Brandon Cooks was targeted 14 times, 14 times against the Cleveland Browns. No other wide receiver or running back or tight end, no other player was targeted more than two times. That's because Brandon Cooks is by far and away the best player that they have in their passing game there, and it's going to make things difficult for Mills. But what could also make things difficult for Mills, Donnie, is a Carolina Panthers defense that maybe it's time to buy in on. I mean, we've got a low total in this game at 43.5. It means the Texans team total at home is going to be quite low, and a, a good deal of reason for that is this Carolina Panthers defense has had a great start to this season. Well, it has. It may be getting a little bit stronger as the weeks move on. A.J. Boye probably due back this week as well at cornerback. So that goes to show you a formidable secondary that you have, a couple athletic linebackers. So when we're looking at that front seven alone, what do you have? Burns, Jones, Fox, and Reddick up front. We're not talking about going up against, you know, the Cleveland Browns offensive line or a very good offensive line. This is a below average offensive line for the Houston Texans. So if you have one real wide receiver, you're going to throw NFL players, but just for, you know, arguments purposes, Cooks, who's good. All right, take them out of the game. And then you have some okay running backs here, a rookie quarterback and an offensive line that leaves a lot to be desired. This should be an easy victory for the Carolina Panthers. But having said that, Kevin, you know me. It's Thursday night football. It's hard to go on the road after you play on Sunday, then play a Thursday night football game and put a complete effort out. And what I mean by that is let's just take a look. Who do we think is going to dominate this game probably? Christian McCaffrey, right? He got a lot of usage in week one, got a lot of usage in week two, 
And if he's going to get a lot of usage here in week three on a Thursday, that comes three to four days after finishing a game on Sunday and being on the road. Do we see him getting his normal, hey, he can get seven receptions in this game. He's going to take get 18 touches out of the backfield just from handoffs. And how long is he going to actually play in this game? Or, you know, what type of packages do you have for any backup running backs? That's what I look like here. Look at here. If this game was a little bit different, Kevin, under seven points, there's probably no other way to look than the Carolina Panthers, even though I always say it myself, home team or the no team. Mm-hmm. There are some extenuating circumstances in this game because I think we'd be capping it much differently here if Tyrod Taylor was playing. And also keep in mind, 2-0, and the Houston Texans, not straight up, but 2-0 and against the spread which to gamblers, the most important statistic. Certainly are. They're also 2-0 to the over, though, Donnie. And you look at the game one against the Jaguars, 58 total points on the board. They put up 37 again. That was with Tyrod Taylor. But also last week against the Cleveland Browns, they gave up 31 to the Browns in a game that the Browns didn't even really seem like they were playing their best football. On the other side of the field is this Panthers defense, though, that has been a part of two straight unders. And in fact, there's been exactly 33 points scored in both of those two games for the Panthers against the Jets, 19-14, against the Saints, 26-7. Also, we've got Carolina's first road game of the season as well. And I also tend to think that that is important. But what's also, of course, important for Carolina, and we don't have the level of you know, uncertainty around Sam Darnold that we have around Davis Mills, but I, I still certainly have my question marks, Donnie, because Sam Darnold was horrible with the New York Jets. And a lot of people were willing to place almost all of that blame on Adam Gase. And that was something I, I couldn't get there on. How could this all be Adam Gase's fault? And we sit here right now, and you think about where where Tannehill is, and I mean, Donnie, you think about what, what Darnold's doing right now. I mean, Maybe this guy's got it going right now, completing over 68% of his passes in each of the first two games, nearly 300 yards per game to start this season. He's he's off to a wonderful start, and he's also part of the reason Carolina holds that 2-0 record. You're right, yeah, and maybe it is not only just Adam Gase, but the Jets' entire organization, because you can't just take a player up, which, again, they, they did it again. You got Darnold up high in the draft, then obviously you have Zach Wilson up high in the draft. Darnold doesn't work out in, in for New York. He goes right down to Carolina. Is he lighting the world on fire? Not necessarily, but you can see him being comfortable in the offense. And you know what makes a guy comfortable at quarterback, Kevin? A good offensive line, a really good running back that can bail you out at any time, a couple good wide receivers, and Joe Brady calling a scheme that you're comfortable with and you know that you have confidence that when you drop back to pass, hey, look at this. Brady actually schemed the guys open for me. This is amazing. Now, take a look at the New York Jets, what we're going through now. Sam Darnold had to leave town. Obviously, it wasn't working out. They draft Zach Wilson up high. Same old story, isn't it, Kevin? Look at the first two games for the Jets. It's bewilderment. And you want to put the blame on the quarterback. Ah, Zach Wilson, he's just not ready. Who would be ready with that running back crew and that wide receiver crew? Nobody would be ready at this point. So it's almost like you got out of New York, and now you can succeed because an organization says, hey, kid, we got you. I got you weapons. I got you a great offensive coordinator. Let's go and see if you can do some damage here. And they're 2-0, and and the Jets currently sit at 0-2, Kevin. A fascinating start for both of these teams season. We are coming up against the break, though. When we come back, we're talking player props. The biggest price for a player to score a touchdown i've ever seen donnie though might have find some value we'll talk about it next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, back right here on the early line. Panthers-Texans breakdown here. Going through some of the initial looks. What jumps off of the page? I know we'll talk a little bit more about this game as well, Donnie, when we get to hour number two. But we're looking at some of the key player props here. And that, of course, is going to include Christian McCaffrey. I want to go straight to McCaffrey here because you have an anytime touchdown score price on McCaffrey. At minus 360. I think that is the biggest number I have ever seen <laughs> next to an anytime touchdown score market. It's one so big, I almost feel like I'd rather bet the no, even though that certainly feels like a losing proposition. It's crazy that it's that high. And I guess maybe who would the other running back be at certain times that would approach that? Maybe like, I guess, a Derrick Henry in a football game where they're expected just to blow the doors off a team. But that is incredible. And it almost looks like when the prices are reflected here, Kevin, at the FanDuel Sportsbook, McCaffrey is minus 360. Minus 360, yes, to score an anytime touchdown. And then you have DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, Robbie Anderson, Mark Ingram, Terrence Marshall, all the way down that list. It almost feels to me like you're looking at that and you say, that is a ridiculous price. But we look at the football game, the defense for the Houston Texans, the usage rate for Christian McCaffrey. You start to talk yourself into playing that. Now, would I lay $360 to win $100 on that bet? Probably not. But there are some other ways that you can use it. Same game parlays to try to offset that 360 if you think McCaffrey is going to score. Because, Kevin, my question to you here is, if we think Carolina mm-hmm. is going to win this football game, They can't win this football game with McCaffrey not getting in the end zone, right? Like, it feels like they should win this game. They should blow the doors off Houston. They're favored by over a touchdown. The offense looks good. They're going up against a bad defense. It's only right. Like, in what world would it be 31-17 to Carolina and McCaffrey doesn't score? That would be a major upset to me. It, It would be a big upset if he didn't score, certainly based on the price. But also, Donnie, he didn't score until the fourth quarter against the Saints, and that was his yeah. first and only touchdown of the season. It's like Nick Chubb has gotten into the end zone both games that he's played this season three times overall, right? So at least you have that bit of a repertoire there. I understand, again, they're, they're favorites. They are on the road. Also, there's other ways to score touchdowns, right? I think the thing with McCaffrey, any time means running or receiving, but Minus 360 is is just such a huge number, Donnie. But I know there were some different ways that you were looking to play it that presently perhaps you could lighten that juice up a little bit. Yeah, take a look at this. If we think, I always like to say in professional sports, even college basketball, let's just say, the first half of the game is the most pure. Why? Because nobody is taking their foot off of the gas. That means if you have a 28-point lead, You're not putting in second stringers here. You're trying to score every possession up to the half. If you are down 28 to nothing, you are still trying to score on every possession and do what you can to get back into the game before the half here. So if we're taking a look at some touchdown props here, Christian McCaffrey minus 360 for the full game, why not just look towards the first half here? If you think Carolina is going to win and you think that usage rate is still going to be high for Christian McCaffrey and don't want to risk a second half where let's just say the Carolina Panthers are up double digits late in that game, McCaffrey's already had 21 touches, 22 touches total between rushing and receiving. Hey, let's put some backups in here. Let's salt this game away. We'll run the ball up the middle because Houston can't do too much here. Why not take that out of the equation? Go first half in this one. How about switching off from a minus 360 any time of the game touchdown for McCaffrey and go with a plus money number? Plus 105 McCaffrey to cash in in the first half and score a touchdown. He's going to be in there the most in the first half. You're not going to have to worry about the score in the second half. You're not going to have to worry about, hey, it looks like he got banged up with a hip injury or whatever it would be as long as that game goes on. 
I do think the best way to play this, if you think McCaffrey is going to score, as opposed to laying the minus 360, take the plus money number here, Kevin. Plus 105 first half touchdown for McCaffrey makes much more dollars and cents to me. I think it's a, a no-brainer of a move because, again, if, if you lay minus 360 on him to get into the end zone and he does it in the first half, you think you're really happy about the state of your wager? I know I wouldn't be if I laid that kind of, of a price. And the reality is, if he does score in the first half, you win all the same. Except, actually, no, you, you get a little bit more money, actually, since it's plus 105 if you make that play there. I think it's a great move. And here's the thing. If anybody says, well, what if he doesn't score in the first half? You can bet it live on the FanDuel Sportsbook at the half. There will be live anytime touchdown score props. He won't be minus 360 to score in the second half alone if he doesn't get into the end zone in the first half. It is a great, great way that Donnie brings up to play this McCaffrey market. When we're looking, Donnie, at other props here, though, yeah. other running back props, whether it be maybe McCaffrey yardage props or the litany of running backs in this Houston backfield, did any of them jump off of the page to you? You know, it's interesting. The the other backs know that if I can just go right back on, you know, Christian McCaffrey in this one to pick another mm -hmm. prop, because obviously the game plan is going to be centered around him. I expect him to have a good performance. It's not a great defense. How about this prop, Kevin, looking at it? And not a lot of juice on this. Christian McCaffrey's first rush of the game, over three and a half yards at minus 130. So first handoff, it's graded quickly here. It's one of those where, hey, three and a half, I think he should be able to get the four yards on that first carry, and I'm willing to pay a little bit of juice on that one. You know, if it was four or four and a half, probably not, but I think that's a legitimate one, handing the football early, and I hope it's not on the first play of the game for the Carolina Panthers. Isn't that usually where the defense is tuned up? Like, all right, they're probably going to run the football. Give me like a second and nine run here where the defense is a little bit softer. That's what I'm looking for tonight, but I think his first rush has a legitimate chance, Kevin, to get four yards or more, and I'll take that prop bet. I like that. That's a fun little bet there. You know what, though, jumps out to me, Donnie, when you go into this mm -hmm. player rushing tab? Sam Darnold, yeah. six and a half number. It yeah. jumps right off of the page because Sam Darnold is not Tom Brady. He's not Jared Goff. He's not Mac Jones. I mean, this is a guy that can move. You look at the 12 games that he played in the 2020 season. He went over that number in eight of the 12 games. That's a great percentage to hit your wagers at. In the opening game against the Jets, he was credited with five attempts and you know, negative one yards, obviously kneel downs playing a factor to get to that kind of a stat line. But against the Saints, he only had the one carry for seven yards. Now, maybe they've given him a strict mandate, Donnie, don't take off. And it, it, perhaps he's following it. But this is still an, a, an athletic enough quarterback to me that with one run of the football, you can win this wager. I think the Darnold rushing prop at six and a half is the kind of bet that you are in from the first quarter into the final moments of that fourth quarter. Any thoughts on that or maybe even the Darnold passing props in this game? It's very interesting you bring that up because it's one of those bets where, you know, and, and I haven't seen it yet on the FanDuel Sportsbook, and I don't know if they do this because usually it's by the end of the game they grade it out. But let's just say Darnold runs for eight yards in the first quarter and doesn't run again. Like, man, I got that prop. Fantastic. I covered it easily. Mm -hmm. And then it's nail-biting time in the fourth quarter when you think, because, again, they're favorite. They're supposed to win this game. Or at least we think they're going to win the game. And then you see that clock bleeding down, and they get the football back with like two and a half minutes on the clock. They pick up a first down, which means there's 38 seconds left on the play clock, or you're shooting like 45 seconds. So you mm -hmm. have to snap it again. Is he going to take it? And also, a lot of the you new know, in vogue knees now are not snap the ball down it right away. It's snap it, take three <laughs> steps back, wait five seconds so the play clock gets down under 40, and then take the knee, which is a five yard loss, not a one or two yard loss. So that'll be interesting to see it play out. It's a good point you also bring up as well. Sam Darnold's props here. I think it was hovering around that 258 range, I want to say, somewhere in the 250s. That's a really interesting number because when you try to break it down, what am I actually getting from the Houston Texans? You say, well, Donnie, what do you care about what the Houston Texans are giving you on offense when you're looking at a Sam Darnold passing number? Isn't it just about Sam Darnold going up against that defense of the Texans? Basically, it is. But the running mate that I always talk about here, 
if we're up at the half, and I say we being the Carolina Panthers, uh, let's just say, Kevin, 21 to three. He's thrown for 124 yards in the first half. Christian McCaffrey had a nice half. They're up 18 points. And it's clear that Davis Mills can't really operate in the third quarter. If you're Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers, are you messing around anymore? Hand it off to McCaffrey, pick up a couple mm-hmm. first downs, punt it from the 45-yard line and give Davis Mills the ball back at his own five-yard line and just get out of town with the win on a Thursday night. I think the number is a little bit high. Can he get there? Should he get there, Kevin? Yes, he should. But I'm getting a little bit leery here to figure out what am I getting from the Houston Texans in this game to push maybe Sam Darnold when he enters the fourth quarter at 225 yards passing. Are they in a three-point game? Are they in a 10-point game? Or are they in a blowout game at that point? It's it's as important as anything. Blowouts will destroy over bets on prop wagers, even for running backs. Okay, Aaron Jones didn't get home on rushing props on Monday Night Football. The game was over. AJ Dillon, why don't you go salt this away? This doesn't matter to me. I got my glasses on and I got four touchdowns. I don't need another seventy yard. Who cares? This this is irrelevant in the grand scheme. One other prop that I have to bring up, and again, we'll hit some more receiving props when we get to our number two's breakdown, but Brandon Cooks. Of all these season-long wagers that Donnie and I made, this is the one that I'm happiest with, is him over 900 and a half receiving yards. He is already at 210 through two weeks of this season here. But I will make this point. His receiving prop is 67 and a half. His receptions prop is is five and a half. And you might say, hey, 14 targets. Is the receptions safer than the yards? Not with Brandon Cooks. To me, I don't see any world in which a guy who averages basically 15 yards per catch in his career is going to catch the ball six times and leave you short of a 67 and a half yardage prop. Cooks is the guy, the guy, the guy when it comes to the Texans passing game. And I think that will be on display. Mills, again, found him for a touchdown last week. So keep that all in mind when you're breaking this down. We pause Thursday night football. We come back. We're talking hot or not. Weekly specials market. Some interesting stuff. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Justin, and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McAfee show. I don't think that they wanted the the dialogue to be, hey, should we go back to Cam Newton, right? Instead, we're going to give him the keys to the car. But I was pretty shocked that they said, you know what, we're going to cut bait and we're going to we're just going to go with uh, with big old Mac Jones. Who? Oh, oh, cast Mac off. Jones. Who? Hey, cast off. Mac Jones. Who? Uh, cast Mac off. Jones. Who? Okay, cast off. The Sports Grid Network. 
All right, we are back right here on the early line, and I am very, very excited for what we've got on Hot or Not. The FanDuel Sportsbook with a weekly specials tabs that is offering a lot of plus money on the board. The first market we will talk about is who will be the highest scoring team in week three. The caveat of this is it is Sunday only, so tonight's game taken out, Monday night football taken out, as well with that in mind donnie the favorite for this as you probably would expect the kansas city chiefs at plus 900 hot or not the chiefs will score the most points in week three I'm going to go not, even though I do think there will be points scored by both teams in that game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. You get that run mate scenario. I think it makes a lot of sense, but I'm going to dig just a little bit deeper here. I'm going to look at a football team that has the propensity that if you push them, they can score at will. If you slow the game down, they'll slow it down with you. So I needed a game, Kevin, where I had a good quarterback and a good offense on one side and a great quarterback with some dominant wide receivers on the other. Do you know where I'm going? A dome in Minnesota. That is the Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks. And I'm not going with the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going with (laughs) Russ cooking and absolutely torching that Minnesota defense. Now, the thing I like about it as well, you saw last week, Arizona did whatever they wanted against Minnesota. There's a lot of tendencies that can happen in this game as well. A dominant running game that they had, check. A quarterback that can outmaneuver your defensive line and Russell Wilson check two big time wide receivers check. And also, yes, the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk cousins on turf. If Dalvin cook is healthy for this football game, Adam Thielen at wide receiver. Look, we can move it. Justin Jefferson. You're going to get a running mate here. So all I ask here is Minnesota show up on offense in this game. Cause Russ is going to drop over 30 in this football game, Kevin. And this isn't mm-hmm. a plus 100, plus 500, 10 to 1. This is sitting right now at the FanDuel Sportsbook at a 15 to 1 price. Russ, cook with grease, but also Kirk Cousins. Keep up the pace here. Let's get a nice 34 to 31 because I think if I get in the mid-30s, I have a legitimate chance at taking this down at 15 to 1 with Seattle. So I'm going to go not hot here on the Kansas City Chiefs. Very hot here on the Seattle Seahawks. I'll tell you what, I love the number. I mean, 15 to 1 on Russ. How could you argue with something like that? The interesting thing about that game, though, is you have a Minnesota team that is supposed to hold their own in that football game. When I look through some of the options that you have for Russ down the field, again, it's hard not to buy into him having a monster game. There's a couple of other spots when I look at this board, Donnie. The Baltimore Ravens at plus 950. Yeah. Or the Arizona Cardinals at 11 to 1. Again, in what world do those teams not have huge weeks? But the reason why I am going to say hot on the Kansas City Chiefs is the trust in that running mate. Because I'm not sure what I'm getting out of Jacksonville or what I'm getting out of Detroit. And even in, in a way, Donnie, not that I disagree with your pick, but I feel a little bit more confident in the Chargers scoring against the Kansas City Chiefs maybe than I do the Minnesota Vikings just because it's Kirk Cousins. And I know I have a world of confidence in Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense, a team that dominates always, but especially September, home for this football game. And as good as the Chargers defense is, this is a team now off of a loss, Donnie, that if you give me them at 9-1, to one, it's hard to keep my hands off Mahomes Hill and Kelsey. And I agree with you here. And it's okay. When somebody starts out a sentence that says, not that I disagree with your pick, you absolutely are disagreeing with my pick. It's just a nice way to put it and say, hey, you know, I treat my co-host with respect here. Sometimes I don't treat my co-host with respect. A lot of times I like to get the jab in, but make no bones about it. You are disagreeing. And I can see it because you're right. At least like we're on the same wavelength, right? You say Arizona, they can score a lot of points. The question is, can Jacksonville Mm -hmm. say, hey, it's 38 to 24 here in the fourth quarter with Jacksonville driving. So maybe Arizona says, hey, let's put this one to bed and get another touchdown. If this game is 31 to 3 in the fourth quarter, well, I mean, I don't expect it to be that score, but you get the picture that we're making out. It's a good way that we're taking because also keep in mind, it's about weather conditions as well. It's supposed to be a nice, hot, sunny day in Kansas City. 
great for scoring here for a dome team like the Chargers going outdoors. When I take a look at Seattle here, we're not in Seattle yeah. where it's 59 degrees with rain in the forecast. I'm in a dome on a fast track here. So we have on the right pass here to try to set up a big-time game. We're not picking teams like, hey, the over-under in this game. I really like the Denver Broncos. No, because that's a 40-point total here. How many points do the Broncos actually need? I like where we're going in these two picks here. I think we're getting points at both of these games. I just have to say, too, the, the, this, there's also Tab's most passing yards on this slate, most receiving yes. yards. Yeah. Mahomes is 5-1 to one for the most passing yards. Hill and Kelsey are tied as the favorite for most receiving yards. It, it, it's like these guys are just playing a completely different sport at times. I also wanted to make sure I just brought up to people, the week one winner of this was the Houston Texans getting to 37. So uh-huh. I'm trying to like look down the board like, who could possibly like just change the world and have a monstrous day? Detroit. I, I don't know. Yeah, the Lions with the upset. Sixty to one. I tell you what. Can you imagine they're, sixty they're, to one. The Lions got forty-one on the board. Wow. <laughs> the thing is, they're going to probably need forty-one to go and win that football game with the way their defenses looked to start the season. Comparable question here, Donnie. As we move over though to a different hot or not topic. Who is going to score the fewest points in the NFL? I thought it was really interesting that the second choice was the Cincinnati Bengals at 11-1. Hot or not, the Bengals will score the fewest points in week three. I'm going to go not on this. Yeah, I'm going not on this one as well, Kevin. And it's not because I don't think the Bengals might struggle a little bit. The Bengals struggled a lot last week against a formidable defense on the road, again, against the Chicago Bears. Now you're going to take on Pittsburgh. But who actually is going to be playing on that Pittsburgh defense? That's going to leave a lot to be desired. But also... You know, it it might be a slower game here. Big Ben, peck injury, their offense doesn't look that good. Maybe that game does slow down, and by default, you're not going to get a lot of points out of either side. But I'm going to take the chalk. I'm eating chalk in this game at plus 750 with the New York Jets. Mm. I watched them in week one look terrible into a couple junk plays in the fourth quarter. I watched them in week two look terrible the entire way through. So they say, hey, man, look. Jets played some good defenses in the first two weeks. Don't fault them. You know where they're going? On the road to play yet another really good defense in the Denver Broncos. What is the ceiling for the Jets? Their team total is coming in around like a 13 and a half in this game, which actually at this moment, I like to talk about paying team totals. I want no part of. Usually I say, wait a second, 13 and a half points. You get seven in the first half. You get blown out. You know, young quarterback still throwing in the fourth quarter. Sign me up on this one. Not so fast, my friend here, Kevin. I'm looking towards the Jets to struggle to get into the double-digit range. So, therefore, it's the only way I can look for myself. The New York Jets to score the least amount of points in Week 3. Sign me up on that one. No, I absolutely love that. I think, you know, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Big Card Brian was messing around in this market last year. And, Donnie, it was the week that the Broncos were checking in with the whole non-quarterback thing. And he was all over that, right? And I think he had to, like, split the deal with people who bet the Jets because they just also didn't score. I know it's a new team, but it feels the same. They just can't score. The Cincinnati thing is fascinating to me. I agree it's a not on them. I think I'd be more inclined to take a bigger chance on Big Ben and the Steelers to be the lowest scoring team of the week just because I, I just can't deal with Big Ben and that offense. But here's where I'm going, right, in this one here is a spot where, the people of Buffalo should be happy. No, I'm not going to pick the Bills offense to be the lowest scoring. I'm picking the Washington football team here. I know Mm. Heineke and the lads went out there 30 plus points against the Giants defense, but the Bills would have helped you cash a ticket in this market last week, shutting down the Miami Dolphins. The Bills defense looks trustworthy there. I mean, we hope Josh Allen can get it right and carry the load for that Bills team on the other side of the ball. We would hate to see this be an offense that leaves the defense wanting more, but the defense knows right now it needs to show up there until J.A. and the guys get right on that side of the ball. I think Heineke going to Buffalo, Donnie, even if it is a little bit of an extended bit of rest time there, is a daunting task, and at 14-1, I think it's a good price. 
Yeah, we'll see what happens here because Heineke has a little bit extra time to prepare for Buffalo. Buffalo was sensational defense last week getting a shutout. They were great in week one. But the more surprising thing is the heel turn over to a baby face in the city of Buffalo Mm -hmm. by the Kevin Walsh right here carrying favor. Now, the only thing I want chopped up on this is him saying something poor about the Buffalo Bills. But I like where you're going here. The Bills. On the road, excuse me, Washington on the road to play the Bills. You know we're going to get a windy environment. It's not going to be 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. They are going to bring it on defense. Two back-to-back great performances by the Buffalo Bills on defense. And they only have a one-and-one record to show for it. This could be one of those games where you're not at full strength here for the football team. You saw Antonio Gibson a little bit banged up with the shoulder. Still waiting on Samuel to come back at wide receiver. Terry McLaurin is very good. But Sean McDermott in that defense really has it rolling. I could see where you're going with this one where they possibly could struggle. Because also, keep in mind, their team total coming in around like that 17 and a half to 18 price point range. We're not expecting a lot of points here. And if you get down against the Buffalo Bills, they will pin your ears back. Case in point last week, Kevin versus Miami. Let them score. Let them score in the second half. We're blowing this team out. Uh Uh-uh. They were bringing the heat all the way to the end. And and I think they know that they need to do that. You know, just while the Bills offense still looks to sort itself out, uh, you know, it's not been the cleanest start of the year for that Bills offensive group. If we're you know calling it what it is, Donnie, you you gone through any of the the teams that are supposed to score a bunch of points, and you think there could be some disappointing weeks lower down the board? Can I just throw you one that just jumps out to me because it's no. so hilarious yeah. when you look at it? Ravens, Chiefs, Cardinals, Bills. This is in a kind of reverse order, right? Titans, Rams, mm-hmm. Seahawks, Giants. What? Hold on a minute. One of these things is not like the other. I mean, I get it. It's Atlanta, Donnie. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Daniel Jones, 37-1 to not show up here against Atlanta? I'm not mad at it if somebody makes that kind of a move. Yeah, there are some wild prices out here. for, And it's a fun market because it's something that, you know, years ago we never were looking at this stuff. Now you're saying like, hey, I want to break that. I don't like the card that much. I don't want to lay eight points here, seven points here. And then you start digging into them like, now wait a second here. Like even like lowest scoring game of the week, Jets at the Broncos plus 600. The Bears at the Browns plus 850. You're not getting like, these aren't low numbers where it's like, hey, it's plus 120. I think it'll be that low when, and it's a nice little price. No, no, no. You're getting six to one return on some of these games. And if you think you can flip it over to Carson Wentz's damaged ankles going against Tennessee and they slow that game down that's 12 to 1 to be the lowest scoring game of the week and you might get a Jacob Eason start in that one fascinating markets big prices and a lot of fun to talk about for sure I'll tell you that is another spot that you very well could look in that lowest scoring market though is the Jacob Eason led Colts if it is the Jacob Eason led Colts the Jacoby Brissett led Dolphins because we mm-hmm. saw what happened last week with the Jacoby Brissett-led Dolphins. Although, I don't know, I thought they, could have, they were moving the ball a little bit. But even the Justin Fields-led Chicago Bears very well could leave maybe a little bit more to be desired against a Browns defense that I'm sure wants to put forward some better performances maybe than they have to start this season. As Donnie said, the weekly specials tab is loaded for Bear. Most passing yards, most receiving yards, most rushing yards of the week. You actually can bet who will score the first touchdown of the one o'clock slate. I mean, that, that, Donnie, like you just got to find yourself a bomb there. I mean, it could be any. Then again, it's 24 to 1 on Henry the favorite. I don't know. Just close your eyes and. Damian Harris, 38 to 1. Stefan Diggs, the Bills offense, Donnie. That's faith in the wrong group. There's one more option, though, on the weekly specials tab we'll discuss next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. 
Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're back right here. Quick little segment to close out hour number one of this Thursday edition of the early line before we hit hour number two. A lot of good NFL news and notes to get to. We'll talk a little Ryder Cup as well before we preview some Thursday night football once again. But one more market I wanted to bring up, Don, here in the weekly specials tab is what is I think a lot of people know uh, as the Grand Salami. But right here on the FanDuel Sportsbook, total points scored in week three, Sunday only, over under 676 and a half points. Yeah, context is everything here because you look at the points like, hey, just let me take the over because we all want to cheer it on. I understand that. But you got to do some of the math on what actually makes sense here. And it's interesting because it plays a little bit of my tricks on you, Kevin. 676 divided by 14, that's 48 points. Wait a second. 48 points a couple years ago. That was like the highest game on the board for the week. Where do I take the under? But that's not really the case in this one, Kevin. There are five games lined here that currently have 50 or higher, including games at 54 and a half, 55 and a half, and again, 55 and a half. Old school Donnie looks at this and goes, that's got to be an under at 48 points every 28, 20 average per game. No way that happens in pro football. Keep in mind, it's early in the season. Still have good weather conditions here. And again, yes, five games lined in the 50s when we used to look and say, Kevin, whoa, 51. That's outrageous as a total in this game. Mm -hmm. Not anymore in the NFL. Maybe it can, but still old school me says 48. I'm going to take the under in this one. How about you? Good thing for new school KW. They could have posted the number at 800. And a half, and I would take the over. This is one of the, this to me is the perfect kind of bet. If you just want to have some fun, if you don't love the board, right, in the way a big card Brian does, you just check in, you just bet over the number of points, and every single time someone scores, that's good for you. That is a great way to watch your red zone or whatever it might be. Get the alerts to your phone. That is a tremendous market and one that I hope sticks around all season long. Up next, hour number two of the early line. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?